What is up everybody? My name is Jack Graham. I'm Mac Rackers. And this is the Friday Wrap Up, where we wrap the week up with teachable moments, interesting facts, and fun things that's happened to us during the week. I feel like we just recorded one of these like yesterday. It's been a short week, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, first thing I want to start with is, so we've obviously talked about sleep a lot in our previous podcasts, and sleep is a great tool to just you know, get better results in no matter what you're doing, whether you're you know, trying to lose weight, lose fat, get stronger, be smarter, read better, all that sort of stuff. Um, sleep has been proven to help with all that sort of stuff. And we are currently running a sleep challenge with our clients. And we've often said that getting better sleep will help you lose weight. And one of our clients has sort of pulled us up on that and said, well, not pulled us up, but just started a discussion around that and said, how does sleep actually help you lose weight? And um, there'll be a study in the show notes for all you guys listening along, but it's not actually the sleep that loses the weight. It's when you get better sleep, you're more likely to make better choices. Yeah. So you have more self-control. Yeah. Um, and and more energy to work out and more like, you get more energy, you're going to want to work out anyway, and you put more effort into your workouts, you're more likely to food prep and do all the things you need to to make those better, healthier choices. I feel like it makes you also, if you're on like a health and fitness journey, feel like everything is a lot more achievable. It's yeah. hard to want to do stuff all the time when you feel like you're not getting anywhere or you can't do it. Yeah. And when you're tired, I feel like it may plays with your emotions and your ability to think clearly and positively. Yeah, so the study in the show notes just sort of backs that up. It's not actually the sleep that gets you the results and you don't actually burn fat while you sleep or whatever, you know, headline you want to look at. It's actually the choices you make when you're well rested. Um, a good one, a good example of that is when you go out having a big night <clears throat> and you drink a lot of alcohol and you stay up all night a lot of people like everybody reckons it's the alcohol the next day that makes them crave shitty food but, but it's, yeah. it's actually the lack of sleep so the lack of sleep is why you know your body is craving bad food not the alcohol yeah the easy option essentially they want yeah yeah good point um i wanted to talk about I've started following a few accounts on Instagram, so I try to avoid following accounts that post similar things to what we are doing or what I post just because I find myself comparing our content or posts or lifestyle to these other people who are leading a similar life to us. But anyway, Instagram got the better of me, as it does always, and I'm following a couple of new people, mostly Australian girls, because it is nice to see, I guess, other people succeed also in the same area. Mm -hmm. But a lot of them are dietitians or nutritionists. Mm -hmm. Not that that's, I'm not saying, I'm, about, I'm not about to say that they're a bad thing, but so many of them post like avoid gluten, avoid red meat, but at the same time they post eat ice cream and <laughs> eat like cookies and go buy croissants and stuff. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't buy any of those, like, foods that you like, I guess. Like, they're just – I just don't understand how they can negative – put, like, 
things like bread and pasta in a negative light, but then turn around and say it's okay to eat ice cream and these crackers are really great. Um, I feel like a lot of people tend to draw on their own cravings or experiences instead of actually looking at the facts. Yeah, so for them it's like, oh, I can eat ice cream every night for dessert and it's it's fine. It's fine because it's within their calories or whatever. Yeah. Um, But And then they won't eat gluten because gluten upsets them, but then they're like, everybody stop eating gluten. But it doesn't upset everybody. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Like, you get what you pay for. There's, you know, if you get heavily processed foods with gluten in it, that's going to be worse for you than, you know, straight from the source. And it's the same for red meat. Like, there's not many studies to show that red meat is bad for you. Now, again, not all red meat is treated equal. There's good red meat and there's very bad red meat. And I, you know, I strongly suggest, we've said this several times in the past that you shouldn't get red meat from the supermarket. You should be getting it from a good quality organic source. But I feel like people just go, like they see, they only see the meat as the supermarket meat and go, well, don't eat that. Don't eat red meats because it's bad for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is, but. Not that yeah. specific kind. And you know what annoys me is like the type of people that are spreading this information are the ones that have lots of followers because they do the information through reels in their active wear or bathers or whatever. Like, mm. So that it's reaching a lot of people. This information that red meat's bad, that gluten causes inflammation is bad. Like, yeah, gluten causes inflammation in certain people. Yeah. But exercise also causes inflammation. But you need inflammation to get to a certain point. Yeah. Like, your body can recover from it. That's what we were built for. Yeah. So I guess if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a pretty good idea of what is BS and what is real, <laughs> as in, like, you hear it from us. Um, and hopefully other podcasts as well. But I guess just a reminder to not change your lifestyle and or your diet because you saw somebody in a reel saying that it's bad. So it's funny you say that because a lot of the people I follow within the health and fitness industry also release long-form content yep. around health and fitness industry. I don't follow anybody that does a 15-second reel trying to explain <laughs> how... Creatine. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it in 15 seconds or, you know, a 30-second reel. It's impossible. So I don't follow those people. I follow long-form people. And I like it's funny. Like, a lot of them are actually going off Instagram and social media. Yeah. Because it doesn't work. Like, it just – you can't get the message out there. And then you've got all these other people doing these 15-second things, giving you the wrong information but getting all the likes and all the views. So it's like there's – It's broken. Yeah, it's the going in. broken. So if anybody else out there that is a creator is listening to this and have experienced the same thing, let us know. Um, would love to hear your thoughts on it because obviously we both follow people that have bigger followings and bigger – you know, reach than what we do. So it'd be cool to talk to somebody that hasn't got as big like us. Yeah, Um, somebody on the same page as us. Yeah, and what your experiences are. Um, I know a lot of you, if you follow me on Instagram, know that I don't really post much info anymore because it's just pointless um, on Instagram. Uh, So if you do like our content, you need to subscribe to our newsletter. Um, Sorry, the dogs are just... Being weirdos. Being dogs. 
make sure you subscribe to our newsletter you know subscribe to the podcast every like wherever you're listening along we're about to jump into youtube a little bit more as well so make sure you subscribe there just so you can get better well-informed information yeah i'm i'm just going to carry on from that subscribing to um long form content thing Mm. i was listening to a podcast the other day um, about productivity and focus mm-hmm. and it was an Andrew Huberman podcast and he was saying how if you're trying to actually learn information and you're trying to actually retain the information, um, you shouldn't read it on your phone. Mm-hmm. So not only are you reading this information on Instagram, which is like very fast and short. visual <laughs> and short, um, it's your brain doesn't like it. So it, absorb it. it doesn't absorb it as well and it may absorb the wrong message. Like you may not interpret it correctly because it is so fast and bright and in mm. your face. Um, but for reading, he says that always, always, always you should, if you're trying to learn, you should paper. Like without a doubt, you cannot do any better than reading like a hard book or like printing something out and reading it. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that, because like obviously we want you guys to read our blog and stuff, um, he recommends that you read on a larger screen. And yep. it's because then there's not notifications coming up on your phone. Um, you can see everything like yeah. further ahead almost. Like you know what's coming, you have more of an idea of what's coming. Um you have more control over it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so ideally, if you want to learn, read on your laptop. Or yeah, for sure. A book, even better. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm. Um, so switching it up a little bit, Mac has been doing her first um, isolation exercises <sighs> on machines. So I've just started training Pete, uh, doing one-on-ones out of a, I guess you could call it a traditional type gym, and it's got machines in it. First gym I've been in for a long time, training people with machines. And obviously the machines are just designed to work a certain muscle group, like whether it's your quads only or your hamstrings only, that sort of stuff. And what has your experience been? (laughs) Well, for a little background first, I've only ever done CrossFit. Nothing, I've never done, and like maybe hit classes way back in the day, but I've never done this kind of exercise that we're doing now. I guess you would call it bodybuilding. It's kind of functional bodybuilding. Yeah, functional fitness I'd say meets functional. Bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's kind of scary. Like I, if I went to a 24-hour gym by myself and signed up and they just gave me a program and said, like, you go for it, mm. I would probably quit, Yeah. to be honest, because there's, like, oh, there is obviously like little infographics on some of the machines that show you how to use it. But still, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I'm like, Jack, what is this? Jack, how do I do this? Jack, how do I change the shape of this? What What's this here for? Um, but yeah, I feel like that, like, because I guess that's where a lot of people start is in like a 24-hour yeah. kind of scene. Mm. And I understand why so many people quit now. Because yeah. it's so daunting and you don't, like if you don't know how to program, even if you did know how to program, but you have never used these machines before, like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's intimidating, I would say. If I was yeah. to go to a gym by myself and start, I would be very intimidated. But also, having someone like Jack to just be like, this is what you do, and then I've got the hang of it. I haven't been this sore for so long. Yeah. <laughs> like... Because you're targeting only those muscles. Yeah. Mm. And, I've like, some muscles I feel like I haven't... 
ever targeted. Like, obviously, CrossFit is very broad and you do do a lot of movements. Yeah. But it still doesn't get every muscle group or no. every, every muscle individually. And, yeah. Yeah. I, it's good to do, but this is the issue, again, with, like, the big box traditional gyms with just machines. You should be doing functional first and then adding in the machines. You should be able to move properly through a whole range of motion and then use the isolation machines. Yeah, right. Um, a lot of people go the other way and they do it completely wrong. So when they go to do functional movements, they can't move properly and they get injured so they don't stop doing them. Yeah. They go back to the machines. Um, so basically how I view it is it's more like the isolation machines are like salt and pepper on your program. So you just, oh, yeah. you just sprinkle it in there every now and then just yeah. to hit some muscles here and there. And you do get much better results, like... Aesthetic results. Yeah. Um, and look, you can work around injuries a lot, but like, I like it a lot because I can work around injuries of clients a lot easier. Yeah. So one client, you know, um, hurt his, rolled his ankle the other week and he, it was pretty bad and he couldn't really squat. So we could still do leg exercises, but we're just not squatting. Yeah. like the Normally we'd do a barbell back squat, but he couldn't do that. So we could still do work the legs but just without, without the squat move, yeah. movements. Um, I definitely did notice, uh, what, we've only been there for a week? Two. Two weeks. So I feel like at the start there was like a novelty and I was like, oh, I want to try all the machines and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, and I definitely did notice, because we do do a lot of knees over toes exercises, which are just body weight things, mm. putting your knees over your toes in different positions and stuff like that. And I feel like for the first two weeks, I neglected that because there was all these new toys and stuff. And yeah. I did start to feel my joints were like, not that happy. And then I did something in the backyard and I was doing Cossack squats and hurt my knee because mm. I had just been doing machines. So you can't just do one or the other, yeah. essentially. Yeah, that's functional bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, you move well, you feel good, your joints are happy, and you end up looking a whole lot better as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I had to cover. Yep. Awesome. Thanks. All right, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. As always, if you have got something out of this, please hit subscribe, follow, give us some love. Can I just quickly interrupt you and say, if anyone knows of a good stand-up desk that is less than $800, please, 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 please let us know. Yeah. We're desperate. We're about to remodel our office. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel to yeah. get a video of that. And we'll give it a quick, quick explainer why we're doing it. And so we can release better content. So you can see our faces. Um, so yeah. All right. That'll do. Thanks again. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you all on the Tuesday show. Bye.